How's it going, guys? Welcome back to the You Know Adam Saying podcast, where you get to know a little bit more about people, passions, and all things business. Today, super excited about someone that I actually interviewed before. It's a terrible thing that we didn't, we weren't <laughs> able to get any video from that. Uh, but super excited to have him back on the show. Mr. Ryder Rouse, welcome What's to up, the baby? podcast. What's up, dude? Glad to be here, man. You're crushing it. I've been loving the podcast. And uh, maybe this one, this one's going to have video. So. Yeah, this one's going to be the one. Uh, Ryder, you know, for those that don't know, and I don't know how they wouldn't know, uh, <laughs> just because you've been putting out so much content, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I'm 24. I'm from Waycross. I went to school here in Statesboro at Georgia Southern. Got my four year in uh, in finance. Worked here actually under the top broker here in town, Mr. Paul Newman. Shout out, Paul. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of where I learned the real estate realm. I was kind of around it. And uh, yeah, I love Statesboro. I love being here. Um, And it has a good place in my heart. Learned a lot. And uh, yeah, it's kind of that's kinda, awesome. Yeah. You know, I, I remember way back when, uh, when we were, when I first met you, I met you at the gym and yeah. man, you were just like lifting and, you know, going at it. And, you know, one thing that really stuck out to me, and I don't remember if you remember this conversation, this was like early, mo- that must've been early morning yeah. where we were both at the gym, you were working on this pre-workout. You're like, you know, I'm creating this, this pre-workout. I'm going to, you know, create yeah. this formula and we're going to kind of like push it. And, you know, you gave me kind of like this game plan. Yeah. And I think that was something that, you know, stood out to me that was so unique. It's like, you know, I, I meet a lot of college students because we're in Statesboro. And that just always stood out to me as someone that was so forward thinking. And, mm-hmm. you know, the, the fact of the matter is that you actually took a step towards that direction to go into the fitness realm. So if yeah, you could share yeah, a little yeah. bit about that. Yeah. So I think it's all trial and error like I'm always thinking of ideas I'm pretty creative with them um, and I've always wanted to start some type of business or something like that something to kind of stand out and be different yeah so um, when COVID happened I started um, we actually rented out a bunch of equipment um, I remember this yeah so we had like a full-on gym at my house um, in Burke Culture here in Statesboro um, and that's kind of when I started creating the content and my mind started spinning um, it wasn't getting a lot of views but I started becoming addicted to making content there. Um, and then over time, I saw the growth and then it kind of took off. Were you making content before that, before kind of like COVID happened? No, no, not really. Mm-hmm. It was just like normal. My Instagram was like your normal kind of college kid pictures, um, you know, going out, just a lifestyle based Instagram. Um, and then COVID happened and we were just sitting around. We were, you know, we had nothing to do but work out. Yeah. Um, so that's where it kind of started creating. I remember those videos because uh, the one that really stood out to me was, uh, I, I think there was one where you were like pushing a car. Yeah. And that one just like, you know, caught me by surprise. I was like, oh man, like this guy's like yeah. super into it. But I mean, so I think, I guess what if COVID didn't happen, I mean, you might have never even got on this like route of like creating content. So, you know, every cloud, I guess, has a silver lining, huh? Yeah. And me and my roommates still talk. uh, We're best friends still to this day. And we're like, that was the best three months of our life. Really? Because it was just like a group of friends, like your your best guys around you. um, No worries in the world. We're just working out, eating and making content. And uh, it was just so much fun, man. It was it was different. You know, COVID had a lot of negative impacts in the world, but it also had a lot of positive impacts where in that time where everybody was home, people started creating more because people were watching more content yep. because they were stuck at home. Yep. So 
it was kind of a good way to take advantage of social media at the time. Uh, do you remember any videos that kind of like, I guess, you know, in terms of uh, popping off? Did it kind of like, you yeah. know, just kind of like catch on fire and yeah. kind of like go up there? Or? Yeah, I can't remember like a s- specific video, but I think it was more of the consistency. Okay. I was uploading every day and I remember like not getting a ton of likes at all, like 50 likes a post. And then it just started like, I think people started picking up on it more. Um, and then it kind of just kind of started snowballing a little bit, but I think it's consistency more than anything. What, what was the gym called? Was it called the jungle? Uh, the jungle. The, the jungle. jungle. There it yeah. is. <laughs> yes. So, uh, dude, we had a full on gym out there, man. We had a barbell rack. We had dumbbells. Um, I rented the out. I called this place in Statesboro and it was like their last set of equipment. So uh-huh. I paid them like weekly. Um, and there was no gyms open. So yeah. We, we you had a bunch it. of people coming to to the to the jungle back back the in the jungle, day. Jungle, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So let's move into into kind of like what you did with that. So you know you started posting consistently. Uh, I guess at some point in here you graduated, mm-hmm. and then kind of like what what was next on the radar, right? Like you yeah. know, what were you going to do um, moving yeah. forward? So obviously, even though my Instagram grew, I still didn't have, you know, I couldn't go fitness full time or social media full time. So. I worked here at States for Real Estate for uh, two years, I believe, under Paul Newman. Okay. Um, and then when I graduated, I had a medical sales position where I was going to go. Um, and Paul, he had a big influence on me. He was like, man, you know that you want to be your own boss. And I still did the medical sales route. I think I lasted six weeks. I did it in Macon, Georgia. Um, and it was terrible. What, like, what, what was, what, what, why didn't it work for you? So it's a grind. I I love grinding at something, but I don't like grinding at something that I do not like. Mm. So I think it's very hard if you're not passionate about what you do to really stick with it and give your 100%. So I was just kind of running through the motions day by day. It was like 5.30 a.m. to usually about 7 p.m. at night where I was just in operating rooms. It was cold. Um, and it just wasn't me. My schedule was thrown off. Um and it just, it, it didn't fit me. So on like week six, I'd call my boss and said, hey, this isn't working out. Um, and I, I'm, I'm quitting. So it was a great decision. People thought, a lot of people thought I was dumb for quitting such a good career. Mm. But I knew that I couldn't do that forever. So I made a drastic change. And I quit on the sixth week, I believe. So I had to put in one more month. So in that month span, I was kind of sitting around and I actually called, um, Clay Thomas, who is, uh, he owns part of Crossway. And I said, Hey man, I'm thinking about to start working on my real estate license. Um, could I come work for you if I do? And he was like, yeah, man, I'd love to have you. Um, so in that month span, I worked on my real estate license and got that. And that's kind of, so, so during that period of time, you know, um, how did the the guy at Crossway know you? Like, is that someone that you were familiar with from before? Like what's the story there? Yeah, yeah. So I knew him before. Um, not not so good, but I I knew him, um, and he knew me. And my papa is actually an associate broker at that company. Understood. So that gave me a lot of um, a lot of help, kind of transitioning into a spot there. That's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Um, after this kind of like happened, you know, you you there was a tough decision to make. I actually maybe mm-hmm. it wasn't so tough because you were just like, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm through with it. Yeah. Um. How did you know? Like, you know, what, what, what in your heart or what, what did you yeah. feel in that moment that was like, hey, I, yeah. I can't do this anymore? Yes. So, like I said, I was around Paul and then um, my family has kind of had this entrepreneur mindset too. Um, my dad, you know, he doesn't have 
a place to be nine to five. He's kind of his own boss as well. Um, and then I saw Paul where he's like, he ha- he set himself up so good to where he had a, his real estate base and then he have diff- different avenues to where if he wanted to go to the lake in the middle of the week, he does that. So yeah, I was he, kinda, does. he does. He does. <laughs> so I saw that and I knew that I could do that. And I yeah. had the drive, the self drive to kind of take that on. So I, I got into real estate and I love it. Like, yeah. I love every day. I love waking up. And I think that's very important for whatever you do to be passionate about it. That's awesome. So in between this, uh, there was actually uh, another potential career path that you could have taken. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was kind of like in this fitness realm, right? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. let's talk about that. Because I think that, you know, for a long period of time, I knew you as like the fitness guy. You were actually yeah. coaching people. Uh, I think you might have like even flown out to various different gyms. Like you were yeah. flying all over the yeah. place, just yeah, 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 getting yeah. that pump in at various different places. So yeah. what, what happened there? Kind of like walk me through, um, I guess, like at what point in time was that? Yeah. So I started coaching. Um, I think it, I think was I this had af- to, after the uh, medical. Yeah, this was after the medical. So I kind of okay. took on coaching as well as I was building my Instagram up and TikTok. Um, I think I had up to like 30 clients at one time. Wow. 50, yeah. 20 or 30. Um, and I just, I wasn't 100% passionate about coaching people as much as I am about just working out in general and kind of motivating people. So I still, strive to grow my social medias because I love inspiring people. Um, and you never know who looks up to you. So I love just motivating people, you know, to better themselves, work out, stuff like that. But I'm not huge on, I like it, but I don't love the coaching. Got you. Understood. Yep, yep. So I'm still dr- striving to grow my Instagram, grow my social medias, um, you know, in my, in my brand. Yeah. As far as that goes. You know, what's interesting about that is I, I, I keep hearing this, um, it's almost like you're you're constantly trying to understand why you're making this, the decisions that you're making, right? Mm-hmm. So you're looking back at like, you know, you're in this job, this medical job, and you're like, well, yeah. my life sucks right now, so I need to make yes. a change. And then you're, yes. you're doing that. You build up a, a coaching business of like having 30 clients at once. And you're like, honestly, like, you know, this is not what I'm passionate about, even yeah. though I, I love fitness. Fitness is a huge part of my life. Yeah. Um, but then you identify real estate as, hey, this is the one and you're yes. going full force into it, yes. which I think is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, let's speak a little bit about kind of like what you did uh, on the fitness journey, right? So yep. you obviously kind of like started out and you had, I guess, that base of the jungle in Statesboro, yeah, yeah, Georgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I guess you started posting like more and more content in terms of uh, you're like t- trying to coach people, teach mm-hmm. people like certain sets, uh, so forth and so on. Was mm-hmm. that kind of like what blew that up or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm actually still um, traveling a little bit. So I'm actually going to Houston this week uh, to hang out with some fitness buddies out there. So I'm still striving um, to kind of grow that as well. Sure. Because that's kind of what I was known for sure. on Instagram. Um, so it's kind of I'm balancing fitness and real estate at the same time on the social medias, which I think people like that. Um, when I first started posting real estate, I wasn't getting as much love on my Instagram, mm. but I think the the people who follow me know me for who I am and kind of appreciate that side of things too, um, instead of just fitness, fitness, fitness. Yeah. Um, it's pretty cool how I kind of diversified it. Yeah. I think that's huge, right? Because like, you know, an audience is an audience, yeah. regardless of kind of like, you know, uh, wh- where they're at or what they do. Yeah. Building that audience is kind of like the first step. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one thing that I, I, I you know, mentioned earlier um, before we came onto the podcast was this, 
you know, drive of yours to kind of like create content. Yeah. And that has kind of, interestingly enough, although fitness and real estate, you wouldn't think that there is any yeah. correlation. There's this uh, basically movement that you took of creating content on fitness side mm -hmm. and you started creating content for real estate. Yeah, yeah And yeah. what has that done for you? So it's, so when I came into real estate, I knew that I had to do something to stand out. So uh, my papa, for example, um, he's an older guy in town that doesn't make content at all because mm -hmm. he's so well known. And these other agents are already well known as well from putting in years of work. Um, so I knew when I came in, I had to, you know, make myself different. Um, and I love talking to the camera. I love creating content. It's one of my passions. And I know how powerful it can be. Um, so I kind of, I kind of did my own thing. I started making content and I did a trial of error of things. I started doing the property tours. I saw that that grew and I enjoyed it. So I kind of set a goal where I was going to do one a week where I'm talking on the camera because um, nobody was doing it. So in, in the area that you're at, right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So I think people really enjoyed that side of things because people love watching people talk yeah. as much as people do not like to be on camera. People love to see you talk. Yeah. Um, so video marketing is kind of my thing. And that's kind of the direction I'm going to build my personal brand within real estate. Um, did you get any pushback from kind of like the, the agency when you said, did you have to take them the content and say, hey, look, like this is what we're going to put out or what? No, so they loved it. They loved the idea. Um, you know, you kind of have to be careful with what you say with the guidelines of social media with sure. real estate. Sure. Um, but I think I'm going in a route to where I'm giving the agent credit for who I'm doing it for. So they get exposure for their listing and their name, and I'm getting exposure for my face mm -hmm. in the video as well. So Which it benefits is huge. both parties. Which is huge. Yes. Um, you know, somebody that maybe is in the real estate industry right now, Yep. What kind of advice would you give them in terms of like what they need to do? Because obviously, you know, in uh, video, we all know mm -hmm. works, right? Video is driving everything yeah, these yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. Like if you look at kind of like your behavior on a phone, mm -hmm. a video is, is where it's at. Yep. Um, so obviously, I, I guess like, you know, what would you advise a real estate agent that's looking to break out or stand out in the market? Yeah, I think social media is a huge thing, but I think meeting people, meeting people in person is a huge thing as well. Mm. Um, whether that be events, uh, you know, even parties, stuff like that, where you can meet people, the more people that you meet, the more successful I think you will be. Mm. And money's a part too. So the more people that you meet, money is in people's pockets. So, you know, the more people that you meet, the, the more money that I think you will accumulate. Correct. Correct. Um, so, so I think is meet as many people as you can, and that's going to be important while building your network. So obviously you've built this network of fitness people that you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. You've also built this uh, network of kind of like real estate agents. Mm -hmm. um, how do people go about building their network? Do you have any you know tips and tricks that maybe you utilize when you're first meeting someone? Yeah. Well, I love talking to people. So anywhere I go, I try to meet them, compliment them, anything that I can do, and I've read this and watched this a lot. When you're in real estate or anything, you want to somehow tell that person that you're in real estate. Mm. I mean, when I like when people think of me, I want them to think real estate. Or when they think they're listing their house, I want them to think of me. Mm -hmm. So on social media, I think consistency is everything. You want people to like think of you when you're constantly, you know, when people's constantly seeing you on social media. 
they're constantly thinking of you. That's right. So consistency and then consistency with meeting people in person. And I think that that's huge because, you know, the content that you put out, right? Yeah. You're posting it, you're getting that out into the world. Uh, regardless of if you're meeting people or not, that mm-hmm. content is in front of people's eyes. Exactly. Right? And so that that almost uh, creates a pathway for people to come back to you. And when they think, oh, listing, oh man, who is that guy, that exactly. big buff guy in front of the house that was like like talking about the house or whatever it is, and they come to you. Exactly. That's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. Yep. And I think with real estate, I think being in the office is super important. Hearing the conversations from the older people in the office um, I know I'm in the office all day, pretty much every day. Um, and I'm when I'm not in the office, I don't see as much success, I feel like. Really? I think being around the environment, you know, hearing the new things that are coming up, the conversation, stuff like that um, will really help you as well. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in terms of uh, pers- like, you know, a lot of people that are maybe listening to this podcast, uh, yeah. In their minds, they are kind of like going through this transitionary period of, I don't know what it is that I want to do. Yeah. And obviously, luckily, I think you are probably one of the rare ones that have been able to find it so quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like you're mm-hmm. you're uh, 24 and you already know that this is the path that I want to take, at yep, least yep. for right now. Mm-hmm. Um, how how are you able to do that at, at such a quick pace? Well, I went through a series of trial and error too. When I know my final year of college, I was stressing out so much. Um, I had the state farm thing. I was working on my insurance license. Then I really didn't want to do that. So I got into the medical thing and I was on LinkedIn and I was like, man, there's so many jobs. It can be overwhelming. So I think, and Gary V, we're big on Gary V. He says, try as many things as possible. So I think the trial and error process really helps you kind of narrow things down. Just like keep trying, man. Like we're so young right now, even at 24, like if I decided to go another route and start building that, then I have time. We have so much time. And I think people stress out too much um, from the outside perspective. Mm-hmm. So I think you should focus on yourself, try things, and then you're going to slowly start to figure it out. But your 20s, man, we have so much time. That's right. Try things. Yeah, I, I think that what you said there was huge in in the try. Because yeah. when you were trying, you were not thinking about doing something, but rather you went out and did it. Yeah, and if yeah. it didn't serve you, then you would change. Yeah. Oftentimes, I think, you know, uh, I, I think people call it analysis paralysis, yes. where they're thinking in their mind, like, yes. oh my God, what about this? What about that? And they end up not making a decision to go any any direction and they are stuck right there where they are. Yep. Right? Yep. So I think that, you know, your kind of like strategy behind it is the best way to go. Yeah. Tell me about like, you know, in your mind, you know, how, 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 fitness and real estate relate to each other? Yeah. So, so fitness, um, both require a ton of hard work and dedication. Like whatever you put in is what you're going to get out. So I think they correlate a lot with that. Um, and fitness is kind of like, I mean, it, it matters to my health, but it also is my mindset too. So when I work out, I'm ready to attack the day. I'm ready to, you know, find the deals and I'm ready to get after it. So. What, what's the what's the typical day for, for Ryder? Let's kind of like go through that. Yep, yep. So I wake up about 6, 6.30. Um, I don't have like a crazy meditation morning routine type thing, but I wake up early, um, take a shower. What eat. time? What time do you wake? 6 or 6.30. Okay, so. okay. Yep, yep. So then wake up, take a shower, eat, and then I try to be at the office around 8.30, 8 o'clock, something like that. And I like to do a to-do list when I get to the office. So the most important stuff, Um, I have content stuff wrote down that I need to do for the day. And between the hours of like 8 to 12, I'm hammering the most important stuff because 
that's when I'm most productive. Okay. Um, you know, and then real estate's kind of the second half of the day, maybe showings, listing appointments, stuff like that. And then five, um, I usually hit the gym and then make my fitness content at that time. Got you. So I kind of have a girl who helps me with my real estate content. And then I have a guy at the gym in the evenings where we make fitness content. So I have a good system going. How do you, how do you find those people? Uh, so both of them are my friends. So I'd reached out, uh, she's a local photographer in town she doesn't do video stuff, but I was like, Hey, um, I can kind of show you what I'm want to do if you can help me. And she was a fast paced learner. Um, and she helps me come up with ideas as well. So it works really good. It's kind of hard to find people like that in a small town. Yep. Um, you don't have a lot of, you know, creative talent in the space. Um, and then, the other guy, he's just like, he's like an 18 year old and he, um, helps me with, um, fitness ideas coming up with content because it can get tough. You sure. get stuck with, with creating content. It becomes repetitive at some points. Tell me about Waycross, like what, uh, about the town so we can get an idea of like, you know, where, where you were, you said it's hard to find creatives in, in yeah. that area. Yeah. So Waycross is pretty much a Statesboro without the college. Wow. Um, it's a smaller town. Um, but I also serve, I can sell anywhere in Georgia, but I like to stick kind of to the south. Um, so I want to expand, you know, uh, maybe I can start selling in St. Simons, mm-hmm. that area. Um, but Waycross is kind of, it was it was where I was born. So my network there was already solid. solid and yep. then I kind of built upon that. Um, and I think even in a small town, you can make something happen. That's so right. You can build a name for yourself anywhere. I, I mean, I, I've, I've been doing that, you know, for the past you know, six, seven years that I've been in Statesboro. I think that that is... You did a great job with it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, Tell me about, you know, right now you're doing kind of like uh, content for, you know, the showings, right? You're Mm -hmm. walking through like, you know, the different spaces, kind of showcasing them. Do you think that there is a demand for that, for these kind of like larger homes on St. Simons? When when are you going to lock one of those down? Yeah, so I've actually been talking to... um, one of the guys over there, one of the agents, um, and I've actually got the approval to do some of his listings um, and some of his Airbnbs. So I want to start doing stuff like that, even though I'm not primarily in that area, to try to build my name up as well over there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just trying to expand as much as I can. I'm down to make the drive. Um, I do all these property tours for free because they're giving me exposure and you know, I really don't care about the money as much as getting my name out there. So if somebody that's listening, you know, wants to, you know, get, yeah. get in contact with, with you, what's the best way to do that? Yeah. Yeah. Just my email, rider at crosslyrealty.com. And then my social medias are just Ryder Rouse on everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, I, I think the content is huge. Um, it gives a people a different perception of the listing of the properties. Um, so I think it's very important. Yeah. What do you think is your biggest challenge that you face moving forward? Yeah, my biggest challenge is just, uh, I think, the growth. I think it takes time, and I want things now. So um, I know in the back of my mind, I think patience is super important. Um, and I'm just, I, I'm one of those guys that want to have it now. Um, I'm addicted to, you know, the growth. So it, it's one of those things that takes time, but you can see the growth, and it, and it excites me. 
That's huge, man. Yeah. Ryder, well, I want to thank you so much for coming to the show. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, at, when I think back to, you know, the few years ago that I, I first met you and, you know, being able to identify that drive within someone and being able to see kind of like where that's taking you, yeah. I can only imagine where your drive is going to take you into the future. So I'm so excited for, to see that. That means a lot, man. Yeah, yeah. I looked at you. I looked at Paul, a couple more guys here in Statesboro while I was going to school here that really motivated me to, to kind of create my own thing. And, uh, I saw how you guys kind of built everything. So it really motivated me. You got a good thing going, man. Nobody's doing what you're doing where you're, where you're connecting with business owners, different people within the community. And it's powerful, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, welcome to the show. Yep, well, thanks, yep. for, thanks for being on the show. <laughs> I appreciate it, bro. Awesome. Yep.